Welcome to another episode of the Mental Debriefing Podcast. My name is Peter Tam, and it is December 12th, uh, 4 a.m. So it's around 4.10 a.m. Pacific time, so let's get started. Anyways, hope everyone's doing well. And it's been a while since I last talked with you guys, so just wanted to update you guys on how things are going and some thoughts on uh, certain things. And it looks like uh, one of the first topics I'd like to talk about is the, obviously the coronavirus is on everyone's mind, but... Uh, in relation to that, the job market uh, is uh, not exactly as rosy as it seems. Um, yeah, it's it's been it's been a very up and down year regarding the job market because first there was uh, this the year started off well, twenty twenty. Um, in January and February, no one had really any big, uh, there was any giant fears that there would be a massive recession and things were still chugging along as normal. And in fact, the economic quarters for fourth quarter, economic numbers for fourth quarter of 2019 were very well in the U.S. And the momentum was going well uh the first two months as well so obviously there was a healthy job market but um also unemployment was like super low and i I believe it was like the lowest uh either the last quarter of 2019 uh or somewhere around there the the unemployment rate was the lowest in in the nation's history uh, for the last like 50 60 years so it was it was pretty impressive um, but of course come March the pandemic picks up steam and the hard lockdown started and because of that of course not only were companies not hiring now there was a lot of layoffs involved and We've had uh, uh, shutdown and startup, shutdown and startup a few times now, and it comes in waves depending on the uh, positive test rates, I guess. And obviously, whenever it's whenever the restrictions and the shutdowns get more stringent, then the the economy, of course, uh, kind of shudders a bit and less people get hired. Whereas once things begin to open up again, then there's um, the job market expands. So which brings us to, of course, the whole uh, looking for a job aspect of things. As many of you know previously um, and currently, I am still a licensed uh, California realtor, licensed in the state of California. And 
yeah, I, I've decided not to pursue being a realtor full-time because of the general unstableness of the job. Also, the industry as a whole is shifting more. There's a, there's a lot of tech, technological solutions, a lot of internet solutions to bring the uh, seller and buyer closer together which of course impacts the uh, realtors and the industry as a whole because uh, when you're a realtor and also the escrow people and the title people, they're all middleman, uh, all between the buyer and the seller. The most simple form of uh, a transaction, of course, is when they seller sells you something and it can be even more simple than that let's say the seller grows um, let's say a farmer grows like some strawberries or some fruit uh, or they have like a lemon tree in their backyard or whatever let's just use that as example and they pick some lemons from their lemon tree and they they set up a little stand on their driveway of their house and they sell lemons. You buy the lemons that were picked up from their tree and you give them a $5 bill, a $10 bill, and then off you go as a buyer. So that's a direct between buyer and seller. Whereas in the real estate industry, there is a lot that goes on before the seller can sell his property, his house, his condo uh, to the buyer. And in between all that, that simple transaction where the buyer buys something from the seller, there is a lot of middleman involved. And for a good reason, because, uh, you know, you're dealing with a whole lot of uh, money and assets you know, you're dealing with hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars. You can't really just, you know, it's not really just like uh, you go buy something at uh, from someone off eBay um, or Craigslist and then you meet somewhere and then you pick it up. It's a whole different thing. And there's a lot of middlemen involved to make sure the transaction runs smoothly. But thanks to technology, eh, a lot of those uh, middleman services are kind of shrinking and they are bringing the buyer and the seller closer together, particularly on the realtor part. Um, even the loans part, you know, a lot, a lot of that can be done online and internet-based. Obviously, there's people behind the, the, the screen. Um, you know they're they're off somewhere else, and then they can help you process loans, et cetera, et cetera. But even with that, you know it's it's uh, you know there's loan docs to sign and all that. But thanks to technology, you you need less of those uh, people, just like you need less of the realtors because we have technologies like Redfin, Open Door, and Zillow and stuff like that that kind of shrinks down the the uh, distances and you actually the realtor um, is their services are 
uh, w what they're needed as now is more as an advisor and obviously as a communication li liaison whereas the the actual acts of helping you sell your house um, those those are you know in terms of marketing those are actually being reduced now for obviously re for obvious reasons one one there's covid so you can't really just go um, you know you can't just go go throw an open house now and let people wander through the house let prospective wander prospective buyers looky loos neighbors and uh, people like that wander through a house um, now it's it's very stringent and they need to sign off some documentation be, and you need to make appointments before they can visit even an empty house so it's it's definitely uh, the the act of selling a house on the realtor's end um, has has shrunken a bit and uh, even on the buyer's end the the act of showing a house especially now with covid um, and the fact that there's less open houses and it's just the whole thing is just much less stuff um, for realtors to do because technology kind of solves things um, it, it's just uh, more more difficult I should say and it's getting it's getting squeezed uh, the actual roles of things obviously um, as a realtor you can um, uh, do like complete full service from from start to finish uh, from from the day they have an inkling to move um, to to all the way to the final transaction and and the keys uh, being given to the buyer you can do a more full service type where you where you also oversee the um, the uh, the maintenance and the repairs that need to take place uh, before a house gets put into market you can do that that whole thing and the process is uh, even more um, uh, you can do that whole process and it's still more uh, necessary with, with a realtor um, but even even that you know be even in that case the the distance is getting shrunk between the buyer and the seller but you know if, if you're a full-time um, and, and full service and you do everything and you're their account advisor or their counselor or their liaison all that kind of stuff uh, there's still a market for that because some people they do need their hands held and they do really want a full service thing but of course there's tons of realtors out there because you only need three classes to to become a realtor in California you need to take three classes and pass those classes via a test and then boom you're set to go and off you are as a realtor so with that said um, there's there's stiff competition out there and and with the recent increase in home prices there's just not a lot of people um, especially in California the 
the price of a house has uh, has uh, increased so dramatically that it's just hard for for there to be a large portion of people in the market uh, looking to buy a house because it's beyond unaffordable <laughs> at this point. Uh, obviously, there are ways because rent is so high as well. Now with houses, you know, you might as well spend that money on a mortgage, right? Um, rather than paying rent. So there's still people out there looking for houses, especially if they have really good jobs. Um, with that said, I, I do personally prefer the, uh, the stability of, of being, of having a job, uh, a full-time job, and... I really miss that. I miss going to the office. And I miss getting paid well and having a stable uh, paycheck that comes bi-weekly. Uh, not bi-weekly, uh, bi-monthly. And yeah, that white-collar life I really do miss. When I had it, I wasn't appreciative of enough of it. And... Yeah, things happen in life, and State Farm moved to Arizona. I didn't move with them. I was a stubborn, stubborn guy, and and uh, there was also some fear involved. Um, yeah, it's I don't know. It was it was a weird situation. I remember it like yesterday. Um, and uh, I didn't control my own destiny. Well, I did control my own destiny, but State Farm kind of forced my hand a bit as well um, with all they were saying. And um, I'm appreciative of them, of course, um, for for this whole whole time, all the employment, my whole employment history. But um, that whole situation, I I uh, I didn't handle it well, and. Uh, because of that, eventually, um, I left State Farm in 2000, at the very end of 2017 to become a realtor, and the rest is history. Um, so yeah, back to looking for a job. It's been tough. I mean, I've gotten like two phone interviews this whole time, and... With with State Farm, I've gotten closer. I've had actual uh, interviews that didn't go. Um, that didn't. These were like interviews where uh, you interview through the phone because because of COVID, and they have all these questions on a screen, and you just uh, answer the question on the screen. You don't like even talk to the. Uh, in-person person so if you're not good at kind of the video type of conferencing it's not even a video conference because you don't know the uh, interview word they just list some 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 words uh, on on the screen then you record the answer and then you send the video file off to them it's kind of cold um, but State Farm was the only ones that were looking to hire and that I applied to and um, long story short uh, it, it didn't go well and and the last few weeks 
the the last two months my job search has really really been down in the dumps and um one i've gotten slightly less slightly more lazy regarding applying for jobs um and it's not like that i was lazy it's just that i i i guess you could call it procrastination but i was also preoccupied because i had to uh, work as well um my current job and pick up hours doing my other side jobs and to to uh, obviously make money and it's it's just you have to choose choose one thing or the other and i chose to to work more the last few weeks and that limited my time applying for jobs so the job market has gotten really bad um uh depending on the waves of the coronavirus when i was applying and i was getting the interviews at that point, the um, well, I've gotten like three, three or four interviews, phone interviews, um, and then the two of State Farm were actual to the interviews, interview um, to the formal interview stage. But of course, it was it was through through a uh, through an app, and even at that point. Uh, that was when everyone thought the coronavirus was going away and it wasn't with this third wave that's happening um, this November and December. So, um, yeah, long story short, I'm, I'm still, still at Amazon and the, the job market has gotten up and down <laughs> uh, in waves following, of course, the the coronavirus waves and it's just uh, very frustrating for me personally and I'm sure it's frustrating for all the other people looking for jobs as well because uh, it is it is a very mind-numbing process and you can shoot out tons of applications and then uh, nothing gets resolved and you don't even get answers so it can be very very frustrating and yeah it sucks um you know when you're younger and and you're just starting out it's like i don't have any experience you know how can i get a job that requires experience um if i don't have any experience right so that was always the thing when you're starting out and then now i have like freaking nine and a half years experience in the insurance industry um, and three years experience <coughs> in real estate and a year and a half experience um, doing like warehouse type work and still it's just like uh, you know you can have tons of experience in the world but if people aren't hiring people aren't hiring right so it's just uh, a very frustrating and mind-numbing experience and lastly, I just wanted to uh, say that it's the holidays. Uh, of course, it's December, so we have Christmas, Hanukkah, things of that nature. And I hope everyone, if they get a chance to celebrate with their family, please do so. Um, obviously, take safety precautions wear a mask things of that nature 
Uh, you know, if, if you're feeling sick, if you have a sore throat, or if you're coughing, you know, please, please stay home and and not spread it and not go visit your, your other elder, elderly relatives or other relatives. Um, but, but yeah, um, obviously Christmas can be a lonely time for people. So I, I pray that y'all, uh, get through it well and, and yeah, get through it well. Um, always, you know, reach out to people. It's fine. Um, just, just be, you know, try to keep sane, try to, try to be mentally okay, because, because I know a lot of people can get lonely, um, and then things are exasperated because of the coronavirus, and, uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, let's, let's say you're, you're working in in a, uh, different state or whatever than the one you grew up in, um, or your schedule to work, you know, during the holiday or things like that, and you can't go home to see people, or you can't go home to see your friends or anything like that. It can get lonely, and then because of Corona, it's just more people are in that type of situation now. Because uh, you know, let's say last minute you have a scratchy throat or something, um, then you know you have to cancel plans. So. There's a big potential for a lot of people to feel lonely, and and it really sucks. So just try to stay sane, reach out to people, and check up on your friends. And uh, hope everything goes well, especially those friends, you know, like myself, that they don't have a significant other. Um, They can get crazy lonely. But other than that... Uh, there's a brighter year ahead. The vaccine is going through. Uh, you know, I, I probably eventually will take the vaccine. I probably won't be the, the, the guy in the very front of the line. Cause of course, uh, they have the different priorities. And if you're a, uh, health, healthy male that's <laughs> under the age of 80, then, uh, you're probably... You know, also not in the healthcare industry, you're probably a bit later in line. Anyways, by default, so we'll see how the uh, how the flu vaccine goes on people, and uh, hope hope they're feeling well and not too many adverse side effects. Other than that, have a good one, guys, and I will talk to you later. And the reason why I'm recording at such a crazy hour, of course, is because I'm still at Amazon, so uh, the the crazy scheduling is still exists uh, with uh, working the graveyard shift and stuff like that. So I do go to bed pretty late, but hope everyone's well. Take care of yourselves. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Vision of Tam. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-T-A. Uh, vi- that's vision and then of o-f-t-a-m so v-i-s-i-o-n-o-f-t-a-m that's my uh, screen name slash handle at instagram so i'll see you guys have a good one